Happy New Year's, everybody. Welcome to the first barbershop of 2016. I am your host, Mark Gray. Joined today by the usual suspects, Damar Johnson. What's good, my brother? What's up, man? Chillin'. Happy New Year's to you, bro. New Year's to you. How was your uh, New Year's been treating you so far? Lost Same. the coach already. Lost the coach. <laughs> Lost the, uh, did you, did you have a, like a tear? Did you, you know, like the rest of the New York world seemed to be shaken up by it? No, I get it. I, would, I wouldn't at least fire them, but he, you know I mean? Let them move on. They're ready for a change. I get it. You're cool with it? Yeah, I'm cool with it. I mean, it's a hard shoot to feel. I'm cool with it. And then that brings us to the happiest man in the barbershop. A1, what's good, buddy? I'm great, man. Glad to be here. I, I know you are. My man came today prepared with a, what are we going to call this? A, a technical, a uh, list of things that he's already checked off for the Redskins to do. He has checked off, win a road game, win two games in a row. Now let's see what's left on here. Beat a good team is not checked off. Beat another good team. And then he has... He's completely drunk and has Super Bowl on here. I don't know. I don't know if that's a joke. He forgot to put LOL. Maybe the last bowl was supposed to be LOL at the end of that. But uh, yeah, these Redskins fans wear this thing at my job. I work in between Baltimore. I live in I would call it Ravens territory, or what I thought was Ravens territory at least for as long as I've been up there. Very much nothing but Ravens. Everything that's all you ever see. Let me talk. It is Redskin paraphernalia everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, you're just <laughs> everywhere. You're just walking through the mall. I mean, it looks like you're in blood gang territory. Everybody has on Redskin stuff. And you just look around like, really? Stores that don't even sell Redskin stuff got Redskin stuff out in front of the store. It's just like, wow. These people really have been in hiding for a decade almost. Hey, man, what do you expect? Unreal, man. It just Redskins, people, people buying RG3 jerseys, turn them inside out. You know what I mean? Just like, just so you can have Redskins paraphernalia, man. It's it's wild. These Redskins fans are out in the um, Before we, TJ, I don't know. TJ, you can draw a direct correlation between the Bears just falling off the face of the earth, and TJ has turned into our version of Derrick Rose. Once our franchise player. <laughs> Represented shy to the fullest, and now we—he was an MVP at 23. You know what I mean? Nobody, <laughs> nobody will believe that. You know what I mean? And now we, now we can't even, we can't even find TJ. You know, that's 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 our TJ. So for 2016 listeners, if you're out there, um, pray for TJ. I don't know, I think he's dealing with an MCL, ACL. I'm not sure what he's dealing with. <laughs> can't figure it out because I can't catch him anywhere. Uh, last week he came in and gave us three minutes, and then he bounced. Straight out of their uh, Rose playbook. Um, so, I don't know. Who knows what 2016 holds for us and TJ. But, uh, TJ, if you're out there listening, uh, you know, come on back any any one of these days. That'd be, that'd be great. Um, while, speaking of Derrick Rose, are we completely ready to just say, like, this is Jimmy Butler's team and the Derrick Rose ship is just sailed? It's Jimmy's team. Um, I don't know if the Derrick Rose ship has sailed, but it's Jimmy's team. He's, really? What are you holding on to? He's still a good player. He's not the best player on the team anymore. He can still play. Is he the best player named Derek in the NBA? I mean, what is what is how good is Derek Rose right now? Hey, one, give me those numbers. Give me, it's give funny because when when the the the, game, the few games I've seen that he's played, he 
looks aside from him dunking, he still looks. He gets to the rack. He gets fouled. He hits his mid range shots. He looks like Derek to me. It's just opportunities out there. Um, the rhythm isn't 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 really there, but he looks like Derek. How much? How many more? Um, he's got what two more years on his contract? I think right. I'm not sure. Two more years. You got his numbers there? Yeah. What are his for numbers? Season? No, A1 for his college career. <laughs> 39. <laughs> We're talking about right now. Shooting Why 30. would I care about any other numbers that he has? Uh, he's shooting 39% from two, 25% from three. Uh, he's averaging 14 points a game, five assists, 0.6 steals. What's his field goal percentage overall? 39%. How many you minutes? Say, you say he's shooting 39%? From two. Right, so how's his field goal percentage 39 Oh, overall. Oh, uh, DJ, what is up with this? I you? Have you ever heard somebody break down somebody's field goal percentage by their two-point and three-point separately? That's how broke it down on here. So that's, yeah. how I, that's how I broke it down. So what is his Actually, field goal no, no, percentage? Okay. He's, no, he's no. shooting 39 from the field, but he's yeah. shooting 25 from three. 25 from three. He said 39. This is what A1 said. 40, I'm sorry, 40, 41%, 41% from two. Okay. okay. And... Twenty five. So 39% and 39% overall. Yeah. How many minutes is he playing? Uh, he's averaging 32 a game, 33 a game. Mm. I didn't know it was that high in terms of uh, minutes. But he's mm. shooting for, I mean, he was never a high field goal percentage guy to begin with. So 40% shooting, and he's getting 13 points a game or 15 points a game? 14. Okay. What say you? Not Not good numbers. I thought they were... Worst five assists mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about where he normally was. Anyway, he was never. Yeah, but exactly he was at twenty five points though. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But if he, I mean, he um get himself a rhythm and make some more of them shots, he can be up, you know, over twenty if he gets his field goal percentage up, you know, in the mid forties. How good is Jimmy Butler? Um, Jimmy's 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 good. He's really good. I've been saying a lot of a lot of stuff from him that I mean a few years ago I was like, man, when Derek was hurt and he was forced to be out there playing and he was shooting, I'm like, man, if this guy don't just stop shooting the ball, why is he even out here? And yeah, you weren't and, the biggest Jimmy fan. Yeah, I thought he was horrible. Right. And um offensively. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's what happens when you when you work on your game, when you have the opportunity, when you know you know you're gonna be out there getting a minutes, you, you get that experience. So Jimmy Butler, you're you 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 he's met your seal of approval now? Absolutely, I like I like I like Jimmy. His ha- his handle, you know, isn't great, but he plays hard. Um, he he can make shots. He's athletic. He straps up. Okay, I want to do take a quick uh, second out. Um, yesterday was the anniversary of Stuart Scott passing. Um, obviously, none of us work with him or know him or anything of the sort, but still, don't want to diminish or uh, gloss over what he meant for. People like us, and in terms of you know, black sportscasters and ability to speak and you know, bring a hip hop culture to talking sports, and um, he's a pioneer to something like that. And I do think that it would be uh, just to pay respect from us. Uh, just wanted to mention that yeah. I do have a, a utmost respect for for Stuart Scott. He was, I remember him hearing him the first time, you know, getting dressed for high school and hearing that. Hitting harder than a Wu Tang Clan on steroids, and that's something you would never hear. Man, Wu Tang on Sports Center was, right. you know what I mean, just just okay. And then you look at what you hear on Sports Center now, people say all kinds of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, when it was used, it used to be, you know, almost the news edition, Dateline sort of news thing, where it was nothing but 
nothing but uh, politically correct terms, I want to say, or just, just a stiff show, and he took that and changed it. And so um, hats off to Stuart Scott. And rest in peace to Stuart Scott. Um, let me see. Football. Black. Was there anything else I wanted to say about basketball? Anything in the NBA? Catch your mind. Curry missed some games there, and then his team. This 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 Draymond Green thing is taking over. Uh, oh, man. I guess a group that we that we both uh, talk about uh, are frequent on the internet, and uh, the Draymond. Are you are you're, are you one of the big Draymond Green guys? A one? No. Okay. Okay. I thought I thought somebody was was it TJ? Was it TJ well, was trying to? S- absolutely. There's there's absolutely. Absolutely, I don't, def, definitely don't discount that. You know what I mean? You know, well, there's there was value for Steve Kerr in the Bulls and value for Steve Kerr on uh, on San Antonio. You know what I mean? There's value for Matt Bonner. That doesn't mean that I would name Steve Kerr one of the greatest players to ever lace him up or anything. But he certainly had a value to Mike. You know, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, what do what do you want to say about? I know you're very uh, outspoken about. About it, uh, DJ. Um, just as a, as a whole, we both we've all were in agreement that if you take Steph Curry off that team, that team drastically changes. The first game he was out, they took a nice L to the Mavericks, mm-hmm. and then the second game they, they squeaked out a victory and they beat Houston. Was yeah, it Houston? They beat Houston. And Clay Thompson had what was it like thirty eight or something? He had a big game. Yeah. And then um, Draymond ever since then has just put together. I think it's three consecutive triple doubles. Yeah. Um. Well, take us a little bit behind the numbers, DJ. What, what, what are you seeing that the box score isn't showing us? Um, well, you know, with, with Draymond, you know, I've I've always I was like last year, you know, earlier this year. I'm just like, man, well, not really much this year, but last year I thought Draymond just wasn't that good. I just thought he was there, he was getting his minutes, he played his butt off, and he was out there and off his off the Steph Curry pick and roll, he's wide open. So. You know, all he got to do is knock down shots, you know, or pass the ball when somebody closes out to him. And that's that's a lot of, that's a lot of you know, what's going on with him. But lately, I think they're feeding him these – these they're playing for the stats. I'm watching a game last night, and I'm like – and the guys that was there with me, I'm just like, man, look at this. We, we, we were winding. And it was just laughable because he's passing up. You know, it took like eight shots, seven, eight shots. He's, he's passing up these wide-open shots. Just so he can pass, like he's you know he'll be right there. Nobody's around him. Clear shot. Basketball. The game of basketball tells you to take this shot. Somebody had to create that shot for him, so he passes up these shots, you know, just to try to get these assists, just so he can get the triple double. Now the rebounds, that's on him. Rebounds is a hustle stat. But as far as his shots, his shots come from off the screens of the two of the best shooters in the world. They're gonna they're gonna draw the attention. You're gonna be wide open. You shoot wide open shots. Then his assist also comes from when he's wide open. Okay, Draymond hit a few. Somebody rotates, boom, pass to the next guy. They make a shot. There's an assist. I don't know if you guys seen his 10th assist last night. It was off a handoff to Steph Curry, who caught the handoff, pump fake, took a dribble, hesitated, and made the shot with two dudes in his face. Like, that's Draymond's assist. Yeah. That's a shot created by Steph. Right. But they, it's his assist, and I just was in there laughing like but I do, I do acknowledge that he has gotten better. And, and a lot of this he's playing right now with a lot of confidence. When you give a guy confidence and opportunity, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to really stop and, him. And two of the greatest shooters in the game and yeah. two of the best shooters to ever play yeah. at, the, at, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if, if me personally, I was a guy looking to rack up assists, I would love to be kicking out to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Absolutely. If, I, if I'm looking to get assists. Right, and I watch all these games and I'll be – 
argue with these guys because I want to make it seem like I, I've acknowledged how much better he's gotten. But it's like now what they do is he brings the ball up. <laughs> Steph Curry will give Draymond the ball. He'll bring it up. Steph Curry will go run down the paint and go off, you know, two two screens and come off. Draymond will pass to it and he'll shoot. If not, Clay, he'll pass it. Clay, he'll shoot. Like these are his assists. So they're like doing this on purpose now. Now, in terms of like what A1 says is his value to them, I thought what 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 is sold to us as is his defensive ability to to guard the four and five different posi- you know the four position the five position, which then gives them the opportunity to play small. Mm-hmm. All true. I think what's missed in that though is that there are no centers. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're saying you know you can play him at the five, and you say, mm, I mean, against what Mozgov and, and and you know these <laughs> these bum centers like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess so. If you're talking about these these centers that he's playing against, mm-hmm. yes. Now, could he play the five with a Tim Duncan, uh, you know, Patrick Ewing, Kim Olajuwon, uh, you know, those type of guys? Shaq, night in and night out, ten years ago, would he have been able to guard these centers? Mm-hmm. Hell no, not mm-hmm. a shot in the world. But you know, I think a lot is put into that. But then nobody's stopping and saying, yes, he guards the centers, but what centers is he guarding? You know yeah, what I mean? I don't really think he can guard these centers now. It's just the centers now, not not many of them get many opportunities. It, it, absolutely. And that, that you look – so. but when they say that he – him being there allows him to play small ball because yeah. he can guard these bigger guys. Like yeah. you said, most of these centers, i.e. a Mozgov or even a Cantor, like these guys are getting 21, 22 minutes a game. Yeah. And – they're the third or fourth option when they are on the floor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what's a huge game for, like, for a guy, Mozgov? If he was to go off, I mean, we're talking about eight, ten points, 12 points would be a monster game for him. You know what I mean? And so it's not really like he's shutting down. And then you say, really, it gets to the point where I guess where he got his stamp on that defense thing is like shutting down Dwight Howard. But as we're watching Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard seems to be getting worse and worse every year. Yeah. And, I mean, his footwork is laughable and then for lack of a better word you watch some i mean i watched the other day he caught the ball on the block made one or two moves and somehow now he's damn near close to the three-point line you know what i mean throwing up an underhand shot and you're like did this dude just throw an underhand shot from almost 15 (laughs) feet further away from the basket from where he got the ball you you know what i mean it's like his footwork was so bad that he didn't even realize he was going in the wrong direction Mm mm-hmm and then he's just like, Jesus. And now, let's name the names of people Dwight Howard has worked with. He has worked with Patrick Ewan in Orlando. He's worked with Akeem Olajuwon. He's worked with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in, in L.A. Uh, he's worked with Kevin McHale. He's worked, I mean, who's going to, is there anybody left? No. <laughs> I mean, like, how, how many more people do you need to work with? It's safe to say, like, you're not going to get it. Like, that's just not going to happen. You know, I mean, that you couldn't ask for a better group of uh, of centers to work with. Not at all. Not, not not working on your footwork, especially. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I don't know. He's worked with pretty much every great center that's even alive. So I I don't know what there is um left for that dude. But um yeah, the, the I can I will say this though. You know, as we all were in agreement that we thought seventy two was very much in reach. I can tell you one thing: one good sprained ankle from uh, Steph Curry, and seventy two is not in reach. Yeah. Like. I think you can say the same I don't agree with that as much I don't agree because, with that either. Because uh, um, somebody else, somebody else said that to me um, recently, and I'm just like, it's, it's not the same because Draymond Green. If you put any guy, not any guy, but any guy, any four man in that position that can just knock down a shot or make decisions with the basketball, then 
they'll they'll run the same. You could put Iguodala or put put um, Harrison Barnes, who just came back, play them at the four. Let's not forget that if David Lee is healthy at the start of last season, he don't even play like we that. don't even know. Yeah. There's a good yeah. chance we don't even know who Draymond Green is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, the only reason he started is because David Lee was out when the season started. Like, like this wasn't the plan. You know, they didn't go into last season saying Draymond Green is our starting power forward. You know what I mean? That yeah. was David Lee being injured. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's so I don't I don't I definitely don't agree. Now I'm not going to say that Draymond Green can get injured and then they just keep moving. Or, or, you know, that they even win 72. But, I you know, if Draymond Green goes down, I'm not downgrading their stat their, where, I, where they stand in the NBA. As of now, I'd st- I, with, it'd be, they'd be in the three with the Spurs. And, uh, and yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, I would still have them in the top. It's not like I would say they're done. Yeah, Whereas though right. Steph Curry went down, I'd right. say they're done. Right. I, that's what I would say. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say they're not. They would be still be at the same as good. Yeah. But at the same time, I still wouldn't count them out. Yeah, and 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 to your credit, I mean, I think you don't. There's so many guys like that though, because again, if Iguodala goes down, I think that would be a hell of a problem if they have to run into a guy like LeBron. Yeah. There's, you know, I, I'm not so sure that you know you want to place the Cavaliers without Iguodala. Right. You you know what right. I mean? I mean so. I'm not saying that they're not gonna be I think you find a combination of Iguodala and what's the one with the E? The center. Yes, I didn't want to murder his name. But I think you find that not that either one of them, but I think together can pick up the slack that uh, Draymond, the combination of the two. Yeah. That you could that you could that you could get what you get out of Draymond Green yeah. between two guys. Um, that that's just how I feel about that. Uh, let's let's move into the NFL chopping day yesterday. Black uh, Monday coaches gone. We already discussed Coughlin. We talked about it in the show before about that in terms of um, it, again, it all now they're saying in the tea leaves is Sean Payton. If you can, if they do land Sean Payton. Then I say, okay, I, you know, that's fine. Getting Coughlin out for Sean Payton, cool, I get it. If not, if they just hire some random guy, then you say to yourself it becomes, I'm not sure that that's better than Coughlin. Probably not. It's, and, and there would probably be more of a a project thing where Eli's not getting younger. And and I also heard something about um, – we should go after Nick Saban, which I don't know why Nick would leave Nick Alabama. I doubt he is. Yeah, but um, but what, what I think what what a, what a lot of people are saying is we just need a fresh face. And sometimes even you know when when somebody has you know been great for a lot of years, just after a certain amount of time, you just need a fresh face. And I think that's mostly what's going on here. It was it was a lot it was a lot of it injuries. Um, and I feel like the team loves golfing too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it appears that way. Yeah, um, now. Yeah, it seems like the guys love them. Yeah. You know the, the the people are definitely not they're definitely coming out and the new face thing I get it but you know what Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, um, Tom Brady, 
You know what those Aaron Rodgers, you know what those guys all have in common? Not many new faces. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, those, you know, Belichick and Brady, Peyton Manning and, you know, whether it was Tony, Peyton Manning and I and me, that's what it was. He was the offensive coordinator sort of deal. So he may have had the head coach change once or twice, but he never went to a different offense, you know. And, and I think that is discounted a lot in a lot of people's growth. And a lot of people miss that. Yeah. And, yeah, and there's a lot to that. And the, the – the level of confidence that you see, especially from a guy like Peyton Manning, when you watch Peyton Manning, you can tell that he knows. And and Tom Brady and Drew, they look so comfortable in that system. And the reason they're so comfortable in that system, because they've been in that system forever. Right. And then you watch other guys that I mean, how comfortable can a guy be that who's every year learning a brand new system? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and I think that a lot of that plays into being a great quarterback your comfort level with the offense, with your system, knowing the playbook. So, you know, I get the fresh face thing, but I, I wouldn't discount the Coughlin, um, Eli, trust. And, uh, you know, and I don't think Eli and Slim, you can disagree or not, but I don't think Eli is, like, great enough to the point where you say, you know, he can just bypass, play with any coach, anything, and that those sort of little things don't matter. Nah, I mean, but Eli, Eli's a vet. And he gets it. He's had different offensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everybody's just going to have to, you know, get used to it, you know, a new regime around him. Well, apparently. <laughs> I mean, obviously. And then on top of that now, so this idea that Coughlin could go coach somewhere else, that's a little – I'm not really sure why an NFL team to have a 70-year-old coach is one thing, to hire a 70-year-old coach – is another, you, you know what I mean? You ask yourself, how long is this playing? You, you know, uh, if he's on the Giants, then you just say, I mean, he coaches until he decides he wants to stop coaching. But when you hire this guy, you ask yourself, I mean, what is this a four year hire, a five year hire? We're gonna we have this guy at 75 as the coach, so I'm not so sure about that. But then you hear the other names out there, you got uh, Shanahan's name is re emerging, he's down there on the Dolphins, uh, and then the Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly got fired right after we did the last show. And he's right back out there interviewing again. And I'll put this question out there for both of you guys: Like, do you want to see Chip Kelly in the NFL again? I mean, I don't, I don't want him in, in New York, but I don't mind him, him being in the NFL. He, 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 he um, he kind of draws a needle a little bit, you know. People, people are interested in him. Again, do you think a situation now, in terms of do we go down the same road again, where you say? We got to give this guy, let him have – I mean, if he comes in again and just does the same thing over again, he goes to said team, gets rid of all the players he doesn't like, he just starts throwing pro bowlers out the window again. I mean, you're going to do that again? Or do you say, do you bring him in and be like, listen, dude, you coach the football team and you coach the people who are here? But the thing is, is are you going to give him that much power? Is he just going to coach a team or are you going to give him power to just, you know, move any player that he wants? That's up to you. What What would you do? What would I do? If you're an NFL owner, do you want Chip Kelly anywhere near your team? Say you're the you're the San Francisco 49ers, who now that's also another story we could talk about. But yeah. let's just—I mean—they don't even have anybody that you could care if he shipped out. Yeah, I was going to say I was <laughs> going to say that next. Yeah, like I could care less if you got rid of anybody. But you know, let's you know any team. You know, the Giants. He decides I don't want Eli and I don't want this other guy. I mean, you going down that road again, or is it more like Chip? You coach what I give you. See, the, the thing with that is, we just got to talk to Chip and really find out what really was his mindset in all that because we don't know. 
Um, there could have been stuff behind the scenes that we have no idea, but all we know is he got rid of some pretty good players. And um, like I say, we I just got to know what, what was going on, why. And, you know, if he if he has some good answers for me, then, you know, maybe. But you know, for what everyone says is, you know, the guy really can coach football. Okay. Interesting. And Interesting. with a quarterback, if if – you know, he lands the job in San Francisco. Well, a quarterback like Kaepernick would probably make more sense, I think, for what he's trying to do. Um, coach is fired. San, let's talk about that then. I mean, San Francisco, guy's been there one year. Now, mind you, the team was god-awful. But, I mean, how do you fire a coach after one year? I know, right? I said that. I was saying that. I was like, I ain't really get a chance. He, first of all, he gets the job, half his team retires. <laughs> Right. Um, what do you expect from him? That's what I'm. I, I, I'm not. I don't. Uh, maybe they they feel like Cap's regression was on him. I guess. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm just lost about what. It, and then I ask myself the Brown situation. Here again, it, it's the same organizations, right? That are just this this idea. The Browns, I think, is coming up on like the I think it's like the seventh coach in like eleven years or something, something crazy like yeah. that. And you say to yourself. How do you fire a guy as if he's not upholding some winning tradition that you don't have? You, you know what I mean? If you could say to the Browns coach, like, you didn't do what you thought I was going to do. Like, what did you think I was going to do with the Browns? When, when you brought me in, did you think that we were going to be 12-4? and four? Like, I mean, what, what did you think we were going to do in two years? Yeah. This organization has stunk for decades. You know, and, and how do you fire – and they do, the, they do it. The Raiders did it for 10 years. You know, they – they tried a new coach every single year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how much better do you expect these teams to get in one year, especially when these coaches are – they inherit these players. They inherit this culture, a losing culture. Yeah. And, and these owners are unrealistic almost. And it's getting to the point, me and A1 were talking before, is that as you start looking down, the coaches and the quarterback situations don't add up. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, quarterback, we got coaches inheriting coaches they didn't uh, – quarterbacks they didn't ask for right. you know inheriting some of them inheriting rookie quarterbacks some of them inheriting inheriting veteran quarterbacks some of them inheriting no quarterback mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then just being asked to to make this winning team out of nothing yeah in a year or two years tops well a, a lot of that has to do with well how they actually do the job because you got all these players and all these other coaches around there and, you know, sometimes with these coaches, guys be like, uh, this guy kind of really just don't know what he's doing. And, uh, Which is I, crazy to think that you can reach that level, right? Because I think you're right. I mean, not really. I've, I've had a, a, a similar – kind of a similar situation in my first year in Denver. And um, Jeff Bizdelic was our coach. They hired Michael Cooper as, you know, his um, assistant. Michael Cooper, champion, Lakers. You know, he was WNBA, won the championship, I think, with, with the Sparks or whatever. So – it was, I think, it was kind of maybe set up for Michael Cooper to get the job. So they fired Bizdelic, you know, before the All-Star break or whatever, early in the season. Michael Cooper takes over the job. And, you know, we thinking, you know, we about to keep going with Michael Cooper. Things don't go right. You know, in a few, he was out there in a few weeks. You know, George Carl was there before the All-Star break. And I feel like, I mean, did Michael really, he ain't really, if you're looking from the outside looking in, he ain't really get his opportunity to really do what he want with the team. But I just think, you know, from 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 upstairs Inside. looking down and from, you know, being around that they felt like, you know. This ain't it. This ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's what happens sometimes. You know, we cause we look at it like, nah, they didn't get an opportunity. But they looking at it like, nah, we here. Nah, and we I, see. I, I, 
And I think that's. I yeah. think that yeah. I that's and and you can put that. That doesn't have to be professional sports. That's any job. Yeah. You know, definitely. Yeah. We all know we've all worked for somebody in any profession you have, whether you work at McDonald's or you'd be like, yeah, I don't know what you guys can see from the outside, but it's like, trust me, this dude is clueless. Right. 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 That's true. I agree with you on that. But go ahead. I definitely agree with you. Nah, that was that was you know my story just just to bring up that point was like we don't know unless you're there and you really see now some a lot of these guys really do get fired you know when when for no reason when they do a good job but if you don't somebody just don't like them but sometimes it's you know the people there every day you know they looking at each other like man this guy don't get it <laughs> right yeah yeah I don't think you find coaches. I think I I don't think you'll find a coach, especially not a not an NFL head coach. Coaches are them dudes are all uh, unless you're my man, which is hilarious. The old ball coach. Get out of here a little early today. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I watched the um, Bruce Arians story the other day, the, um, and he 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 mentioned that you know he was like he just got his chance you know late after you know being around a lot of places, and he just was like. You know, hear about the you know these coaches and they are in the they are in the gym or they are in the facility to two in the morning and all that. And he's like, why? He's like, football is not that hard. He was like, I don't you know believe I don't believe in that. I tell my coaches if you miss you know some of your kids you know recitals and ball games and all this and that, I'm firing you. Yeah, now I heard that he was I heard that he was like that. Also, every once in a blue moon, you hear about that and. I think that's not normal, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's probably the way life should be. And the fact becomes that in an ideal world, that's how it would be, you know what I mean? Until you start realizing, like, yeah, you can go see your kids saw a recital, second one this week, but sure. You know what I mean? And then he's like, what would you say? Like, no, 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 it was good, good. Not even that good. Okay. You know what (laughs) I mean? And then you just start looking, and then you you realize that, like, you're the only person doing that, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to cut this out before I get fired, you you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And also, he's winning. Yeah, you know, yeah. you make that kid little Jimmy's uh, soccer practice, and you're twelve and four. That's good. Yeah, you know, when you're one and nine, and you sh- keep going to soccer practice, you're like, would you like to coach your son's soccer team? You're like permanently, <laughs> you know what I mean? W- when you're losing, you know, all that stuff gets magnified, and yeah. when you're winning, all that stuff gets magnified. Yeah, but he, but the thing, the most thing they were saying about him was why it was probably so late that he was getting his job is because. He is how he is. He wasn't going to kiss no ass. He wasn't going to, you know, do nothing to get a job. He's going to be him. And, you know, and that's, you know, getting his job late, and that's how he is. And, and, I, and I get it. I understand because, like, say, for instance, playing in Europe, you know, and the reason why, you know, I didn't never like that, you know, them guys, they practice two, three times a day <laughs> all year, like during the middle of the year, and, and not really doing nothing that's preparing you for the next game. Is they feel like you gotta just be doing something. They just you need, and it's like it's not really helping you. In the NBA, you know they're not going they're not going to beat your body up like that. They're going to make sure you prepare for the next team you play. That's the most important thing. The next team we're prepared for this game. You ain't got to be I'm running all crazy, running up hills and doing all that kind of crazy <laughs> stuff just to you know just to play the game. Everybody's in shape. It's the middle of the season. But, you know, some places they feel like you just got to overwork your players. Would you say that NBA players, in your experience, that the off season is where you get better and the regular season is where you just, you know, maintain that? Like you said, I mean, there's no time to be doing – you're already flying all over, the, all over the country and playing at night. You don't need to do that. But you would say in the off season though, is where you need to be do- getting those shots up and doing those drills and stuff, correct? 
I feel like in the off season is where, where, like top players, you know, can can work on stuff and get better. But you get better playing in the game. You can do all the drills all summers, all summer long, and 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 playing all these summer leagues and whatever until you get out in that game and you get get a chance to go out there thirty plus minutes every night and you know make your mistakes and learn from them and all that. That's ultimately how you get better. Okay, I I can take that. Um, I digress. Where were we talking about the coaches uh, being fired? Um, and then the Colts uh, guy ends up uh, <laughs> getting an extension after right. he's supposed to be um, fired. Uh, the NFC East. Uh, I I thought everybody was going to be fired except for uh, except for Gruden, who we actually was what we thought would be the first coach to get fired. Um, what a di- Yes, you did. I, we can go back on the show, and we were saying you definitely said that early in the year. You said at the end of the year he's going to be going. When he came out in that press conference, and said it was a little windy out there today, which seems like a year. <laughs> remember that one? <laughs> yes, I didn't did. think he would last a year. Yeah, myself. you said that on the show. We were saying, you know, I said you think we were talking about which one of them were going to be here next year or both of them, and you said neither one of them were going to be here next year. Stop it, young boy! I tell you, rescue fans, I don't remember nothing. They do not remember anything. Um, but then now Dallas. Uh, if it wasn't for the Bucks, he probably would be. Um, probably wouldn't be where we are right now. Probably all of them. I was yes, that I agree. We gave everybody a shot. Us and the um and the Saints. Saints probably gave up almost thirty touchdowns to the NFC East. <laughs> like, I mean, everybody and their mother gave the Saints the business. You, you know what I mean? But we, Eli but we gave took him, the L. Yeah, but you gave him six. Eli yeah. gave him six. I think Kirk Cousins gave him four or five. What are you giving five touchdowns? That's all eleven touchdowns between two quarterbacks. That's that's a lot of touchdowns. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, no. Uh, well, let's go ahead and start right there. What do we want? Well, what do we want to do? We want to go through these. I don't really want to talk about most of these games. It was a lot of meaningless um, football games. This Sunday just. How did you feel about this Sunday? I don't know what it, it was. was. I, I didn't. My motivation wasn't there. The last, One, it's been like that the last two Sundays for me. I just wasn't. I think I might agree with you. I I I I can't remember this. I don't know if it was the holidays. <laughs> I bet. I bet you did. I mean, there, there's, a few, the there's a few. There's a few stories fantasy. here. There's a few stories here. I feel like most. A lot of these games were irrelevant. A lot of a them. A lot of them were irrelevant. And um, there's a lot of backup quarterbacks out there, yeah. man. Like, I mean, Josh Freeman, who we didn't even know was alive, wasn't in the NFL on Monday. Hadn't taken a snap on Wednesdays. He's getting the playbook, and on Sunday he's the starter. Like, yeah. And wow, you know what I mean. And, and, and it was like a lot of stories like that. And then even when, like for example, the Texans and Colts are still up in the air, fighting for a division. Now, if you're not a Colts or a Texans fan, you could care less about either one of. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. It just you're just like, wow. One of those teams made the super made the playoffs. Like that's 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 amazing. You know, and, and it just seemed like a lot of a lot of those games that are like that. I mean, I'm watching your boy Ryan Mallett start against AJ McCarron, and it's just like when they when at the beginning of the season when we said the last game of the season is going to be the Ravens and Bengals, you're thinking that's a battle for you know the division right there or something, not the AJ McCarron versus Ryan Mallett bowl. You know, when you see the Saints Falcons play on the last weekend, of the, you figure one of these teams. Needs this game to get into the playoffs. <laughs> right. You're not thinking that these teams 
are nowhere even near the playoffs. Falcon Saints, right? Yeah. You know, and so you just you just find those those storylines, and you're just like, uh, you know, I don't. I think all these games looked good in in September until you until you got here. I mean, Redskins Cowboys game. Has there ever been a less meaningful Redskins Cowboys game? It's been a while. Yeah, not that yeah, remember. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like Redskins fans. And this city that we live in, the city generally stops Red Red uh, Cowboys Week. You know what I mean? And this this week, it just you know people don't even know who's playing, how long they're playing. Uh, they could care less if they lost or, or, or whatever the case may. But if if the Cowboys that came out there and beat the Redskins fifty to nothing, it's not a Redskins friend fan in the, in the city that wouldn't have been still smiling. You know what I mean? It was like I could care less. We've got a game next week, and that's all we're concerned about. Right. You know, Eagles Giants game. What did it matter? None. <laughs> you know, I mean, none, right? Didn't care at all. You know, so, I mean, you just looked at it, and it just was interesting. We had a Cardinals-Seahawks uh, game. That's supposed to be deciding the division. Mm, not really. You, you know, you got one team that's already locked up a first round by, one team that's already locked up a wild card. And Seahawks beat the brakes off of the Cardinals. Cardinals starters are out at halftime. Yep. You know, so it, it, was, a, it was a rough week, so I don't even want to go – through those games, what I would rather do is a one. Let's go through the predictions at the for the season. Let's run through those real quick. It's a it's a few stories in these games though. A few. Okay, go ahead. What you got? Something? Which one? Okay. Well, well first, Buffalo Jets. Story there. I was going to address that at when we went through the teams, but that's fine. We can go there. Let's go. Go ahead. Um. The Rex Ryan. The well, Rex Ryan you know Super Bowl. the the and we talked about that. I wanted that. I, I wanted to pick Buffalo. Who did I think? I both picked the Jets. But I, I, I said I, I wanted Buffalo because I can see, I can, I can see that um Rex, I can see Rex Ryan, you know, winning this game, and you know, leaving on a, I guess, kind of a good note, spoiling it for his old team. And um, I, I rather Pittsburgh have been in the playoffs anyway. Um, I like the Jets kind of, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Rex guy. I was happy for him. <laughs> I mean. It's it's funny um, the Jets fired Rex because he couldn't get back to the playoffs, and then here they do. It's their game to win yeah. to make the playoffs, and who's standing there other than Rex? And for all intents and purposes, out coached um, Todd Bowles. Yeah. Bowles. I mean, from all the coaches that I've heard this weekend, said they've never seen a poor coached game just in terms of time management. Mm-hmm. Um, Fitzpatrick, who's you know lighting the world up all season long, throws three interceptions in the. Fourth quarter alone, and um, can't blame Todd for that. No, um, the one play where the Jets still could have almost won with a guy like it's kind of like a flute play. You know, he had the pass, and then his helmet knocked it out. You saw that one at the end. Could no. if he had caught it, it was a bomb. If he had caught it, they would have won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. And it's yeah, just yeah. like right, his helmet right. Bumped it, yeah. knocked it yep. up, and then he ran back yep. for you know, kind of a, a freakish play. But um, you know, for for them to be right there. And and lose, that's that that is kind of ironic. A one pointed out something to me that nobody else did, which is uh, pretty impressive. A one, and he's talking about how funny the universe is, and he says, "How ironic is it that Andre Johnson spends his entire career with the Texans, and the Texans pretty much, other than at the end of his career, they they stink, and this year they have he goes to play with the best young quarterback in football. Mm-hmm. The, the Texans play." Four different quarterbacks, and they made the playoffs. He's on the Colts, and he's still sitting outside the playoffs. Yeah, they had different quarterbacks too. Yeah, no, no, but it's just you think about that. You know what I'm saying? Like Andre Johnson was like, you know what? 
I'm tired of playing with different quarterbacks every yeah. single week yeah. and on these bum teams. So he hits on with a guy who at that point had never missed a game. Right. You know what I mean? He's the best young quarterback in football. Right. And now the Texans are in the playoffs, and you're outside the playoffs. Right. Like, I know he's thinking his head like, you got to be kidding me. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't be serious. And I don't know if you guys know this, man, but there's something about Sammy Watkins. He – he, he gives Revis a really hard time, man. I, I think I think there's something about Sammy Watkins is that dude is extremely underrated. That's a bad dude. Right no, he's there. good, but it's just man, he be he be he give Revis what he want, man. Yeah, Daddy did, Daddy, 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 Daddy definitely does. But I, I think that, and I've been listening to a lot of people, a lot of um insiders, and you know, on all the different NFL this and NFL that, and listening, and uh, I think that if he plays with somebody not named Tyrod Taylor, I'm not going to take a P. I'm not going to go TJ's extreme, but I think he's one of those top-tier receivers. He's just not in the right place. You look at his targets, his targets don't even match up to those dudes. You know, yeah. he's over here begging to try and get seven to eight targets a game. And you got guys like Julio Jones and Antonio Brown. Them dudes getting a game, 20 targets a game. Yeah. You, you know I mean, these guys are finishing the year with 200 targets. Yeah. And, and he's begging for five. I mean, the team that throws the ball, what seems to be 20 times a game. And Tyrod Taylor sometimes doesn't even throw the ball as many times as Julio Jones gets targets in a right. game. Right, you know, but he no, he definitely gives um Revis the blues, no doubt about it. But I think he'd give a lot more people the blues if um if he was in the right system. Right, I mean that's that's a bad dude. Um, Brandon Marshall put the finishing touches on an amazing season. Yep, uh, good for him because I, I I tell you I never doubted his talent. I just didn't think that it was going to happen for him in um and the Jets. And you know what? That punch might have been the best thing that happened to the Jets because I don't think they're ten and six with Geno Smith. As the starting quarterback. Uh, anything to say? No? Um, no, not about that. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was ready to move on to the next story. Oh, no. Thank you, A1. <laughs> TJ, come back, man. <laughs> TJ never misses it. We don't have no dead air with TJ here. I that, yeah. um, Buccaneers, Panthers, I don't have anything to say to that. Jameis Winston went back to Six and ten. They finished where I thought they would be. To to pick up where we said earlier, I, I don't. I I, I you got to give a dude. He's got. He's just. Jameis Winston's a rookie. You know what I mean. If you're gonna have a coach, and unless he exhilarates like what TJ, like what um DJ said, and that inside their office they're like, yo, this dude is clueless, which I don't think that's what they're saying. I think you got to give dudes four, three years, three years with Jameis. You know what I mean. If I think in year three, we're like, hey, you know, this just isn't happening. I mean, Jameis Winston's a rookie quarterback. Mike Evans is in about his third year. Uh, you know, let's see what we have. I'm, I'm, I've seen enough of Lovey to be like, I think he deserves three or four years. Coming into the season, did that excite you, Lovey? No. It didn't, nothing. It didn't excite me. It didn't excite me at all. I didn't have a problem with it. But I, would I say, wow. I mean, because it's, it's not like Lovey Smith is an offensive genius or anything of the sort. And, um. I don't think the pieces were there to turn this into a defensive, you know, the, the, yeah, our 2002 defense. So it really wasn't much to be excited about. You know, I, I, I had expectations for Jameis. He just about met him. You know, he was I, – I would give him – as long as he gets better, like it's a good rookie year. Yeah. And I, I really hope that he looked across the field. I, I, I couldn't have asked for more then for his last game to be against Cam, and I want him to look across the field and say, I want to be that, and I hope he goes out there and does what it takes to be that. Because yeah. I think he has – he's not as fast as Cam, 
but you or know, strong or strong. No, he's not. You know, he's definitely don't want to discount what Cam Newton is. Yeah. But he could be a version of that. Yeah. You know, and I hope that he looked and he see. And I'm sure Cam being a positive, I wouldn't be surprised if he whispered some words of encouragement to him after the game. Keep your head up, young fella. You know, this is what it had. But I, I hope that at the end of the season, he looked and he saw what Cam was. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Cam's rookie year, I doubt they were probably six and you know they're probably six and ten. I wouldn't be surprised if they were less than that or whatever the case may be. But I hope he saw that, soaked that in, and said, "I want that." Yeah. And you know that was his last memory from the off season. Other than that, not much to talk about there. Interesting thing I saw today is that every year that the Patriots won the Super Bowl, they lost to the Dolphins. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. So um, that being said, they lost to the Dolphins. Um, they're limping in big time. I don't know. I mean, obviously the Patriots. So you know, the moniker is the the still there. You know, yeah. you, you never want to bet it. I'm not going to put my money against them. Or no. anything of that, but I I do think you have to take note. To, like they haven't looked good in a while now, and those injuries. I was listening to the um the different line combinations they've had this year, unreal. Nothing in the NFL like it. Like they've started six different left tackles, five different right tackles, three different guards, two different centers. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't had the same starting offensive line together in back to back games all season. It's, that I don't give a damn what your system is and who you. you but you, that has to catch up to you eventually. But, but a lot of that is because you know how. How Belichick is. If something don't like something that ain't right, you you going. You here. You there. <laughs> right. That ain't that's on them. No, but they have a, they've had more injuries than any other team in the NFL. They placed yeah. more players on they placed more offensive starters on IR. I mean, yeah. at one point every single running back they started yeah. went down. Right. You know what I mean? And every it seemed like at one point in time every receiver they threw out there yeah. went down. You know, and they, they, I think they really dodged the All bullet with that Gronk guys, thing. Really. Yeah. They Gronk? really dodged yeah. the bullet with that Gronk thing, which looked – when it happened, I remember I was like, oh, no. I saw that helmet hit that knee. I was like, that's not a good look right there. But I don't feel like none of their guys are replaceable except Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, no, no, yeah. absolutely. But after a while, it's still, it still mean, has a, to a catch up back, to The running back that comes out of nowhere gets hurt. All right, fine. And then he finds another one. Another one. He, he does the same but, thing. I mean, like, right, but yeah. at, at the end of the day, you're going to run out somewhere. I mean, it's not, it's no, not just No, you're not going to run out of running backs. backs. Yeah, yes, it actually is. <laughs> I mean, to do what they ask you to do, you can go find a little fast guy anywhere. <laughs> I mean, they, Trust me, I, they'll do it. I, I think sooner or later it catches up to you in terms of, uh, especially at the receiver. The running back thing, probably so. There's yeah. probably running backs everywhere. Yeah. The receiver thing, yeah. that that one, it will. And yeah. not only that. Edelman can, hurts. Can the The – so much of what Brady and them do with those short is timing, yeah. you know, and you know, mm-hmm. and to just grab a guy off the street, cool. But if his if they timing ain't on the same the exact same thing, you know that that'll get you. Yeah, I mean, so much of what they do is timing. You know what I mean? And you being at the right place at the right time. So um, this is uh, all that to say. Still, I mean, they're still the Patriots. So again, wouldn't bet against them. But I will say this is probably the least confident I've been in what the Patriots are doing in as long as I can remember, just in terms of injuries. Yeah, I agree. Uh, good time for them to get the bye. But, uh, I mean, I, th- I think they've lost. What, lost home field. They lost, I think, like three of their last five. Like that's, I mean, that's a good amount of losses. And at the end yeah. of the season, you know, we've, there's been times before we trying to bury the Patriots early in the season and then, you know. Then they just get it clicking and get to moving. But right. I don't really remember them, like, limping into the playoffs. Right. Um, Saints-Falcons, blah. 
Nothing to say there. We ain't got to even keep going down. It was just only a few stories. I was just going to come up with. I tried to stop you. I tried to stop you two games ago. But but you kept going. Like when you you was like, it was the silence. I was like, man, I've been ready to get past that. Got you. I mean, my next story was just going to be the, you know, we got Peyton Manning. Yeah, that's that's the one I just came down to. Um, What happened here, if I'm a Broncos fan, I would have wanted this to happen next game. In, terms in, in of, the playoffs? Yeah. Why? Because you can only do that once. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a good it, – mm-hmm. everything. It's, it's a Disney story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, he didn't, but he he didn't. You're absolutely right, and that's the key point, is that he didn't come in and he didn't really do much, but him being there lifts everybody's morale. And now, that that only happens once. Now, when he starts next week, it's not going to be when he, you know, it's it's the Rudy thing. When he comes in, is yes, our leader's here, and da 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 da. This, that's such a different story than they like, haven't named a starter started. yet. Oh, what are you gonna, that's going to be their new thing, though. They start right, right, right. That's, I right. Mean, like, I mean, the thing is, it's like I, it works. It works once, you know. It works once, and you're absolutely right. He he didn't really do anything, but his presence. When they, I saw the Sports Center breakdown after the game, and he was, they threw all four of his passes. That went over 15 yards, and they were all over the place. And he was one for four for passes that traveled more than 15 yards. Line of scrimmage, he made all the right calls, and he was Peyton, Man- you know, Peyton Manning from the calling the game aspect of it. Yeah. Rock looked terrible, and you saw the whole the, the the arena change. The everything changed when he came in the game, and he didn't even really do that much. The other team looked scared. Now, mind you, the other team sucked. Let's not take that away. The Chargers are very bad. They actually had the worst record in football. But you know, I just if I'm a Broncos fan, I would have wanted that would have that have happened that'd have been very nice in the playoffs. If in the first game of the playoffs, Brock struggling, it's tied at halftime, Peyton comes in and boom wins us, and now we're going into the next round. And you kind of already exhausted that one story because it's not going to happen next week. Well, no, I I disagree. They got to buy. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, well, you know what I mean. I disagree on that because you want to you want to get Peyton ready. You don't want Brock to come into the playoffs as your starter. With the healthy Peyton Manning, and you needed to throw Peyton out there just to see how he I, moves, I mean, I, no, no, take no. a hit, just to see how it is. And on the other end, they they were in danger of losing the game. They had five turnovers with Brock out there, and they were going to lose the game and lose home field. And they sent them out there. I thought it was the right time, the right call. Sent them out there. Absolutely. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not saying. I mean, it was you absolutely had to. Now, I've I've been saying for weeks. I think Brock Osweiler was getting worse every single week, right in front of our eyes. That being said, in Brock Osweiler's defense, there's been a lot of drop passes, a lot of key drop pass. Vernon Davis catches one or two passes. We're not having this kind. Uh, Denarius Thomas. Who that's the reason Ted Ginn didn't play this week, yeah. so that Denarius Thomas could take the um, drops uh, title from, him, and he did. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's, there's Peyton, these Peyton ca- has that same thing though. The, these guys catch a couple of these passes, and the Brock Osweiler story mm-hmm. is, is is slightly different. Now that being said, I I don't think he's that good. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, out the blue, you notice. I don't know how much you guys were watching this weekend before the game. You you hear that on Monday morning? It was a lot of different shows that were throwing it in there that he ain't the brightest um, light bulb in the room. Who brought? Yeah, nah, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's, I started at nine. Uh, sorry, at six, and it started on Michael Mike and Chris Carter said it, and uh, somebody else nodded their head like, "Yeah, yeah. I heard that too." Yeah. The next show, they were like, 
Heard he wasn't exactly the sharp. Stephen A. Smith said that. And uh, what's his name? was like, yeah, I heard that too. And it was like, the, huh. now, I don't know if that's because he's sitting next to Peyton Manning, which right. would probably make you look dumb. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they say he's not the brightest. I don't know. Possible. How the hell would I know? You, you know what I mean? But um, you watch, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I still, I definitely feel you have to, I, I'm glad we did get the, who we starting out the way. I think that's, you know, I think you got the pecking order back in order now. Because but like I said, they still haven't named it, though. I don't see how you could possibly watch that game. Th- well, I mean, again, like I said, Peyton's passes didn't look good. And here's where it he, comes. Oh, he overthrew. He overthrew, like, two two passes. And he, he didn't throw it to the other team. He threw it away from the defense <laughs> right. where if the receiver maybe it was a little faster, he could have ran up under it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. A lot of them run plays were plays that um, he checked into, mm-hmm. and and they kept mm-hmm. they kept they were successful running the ball. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to keep throwing passes. I, I don't know why you would. I'm not sure why you would go with Osweiler, other than you just you fear that once the once I mean this is the NFL. Once they find they like if you can't. Make that throw down the field. That defense will figure that out real quick. And yeah. You know what I mean? And that is, yeah. you know, and and if you can't, if they if they say, hey, you know, Peyton can't throw the ball down the field, and we're gonna make him have to do that to beat us. Yeah. If he can't, and they and they and they key in on that, then you're done. You know, yeah, you, I, you, I doubt they that disrespect because one one of the throws that he threw that was overthrown is the one where he got hit pretty hard, and had. That defender not been in his face, he probably drops that right in there. So, so. I mean, the, the only thing I said is that, like I said, if they know, if Denver just knows that, I mean, he just his accuracy down the field yeah. worries them. Yeah. But other than that, like I, I don't see any reason why Brock Osweiler just. I feel like he literally looked worse every single week. Yeah, I was just happy to see that them long passes were overthrown instead of underthrown. Instead of underthrown, yeah. I agree. I, I mean, you definitely don't want him to see. Underthrown. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree with you there. Um, I, I've, I've, I'm happy for Peyton. I was happy for him in terms of just the way everything. It's just a terrible three, four weeks. We know yeah. that, that foolishness they, with the with the um, the HGH foolishness. Yeah. Uh, the talk about backing up Brock Oz. That's yeah. not how Peyton man. They can if they can they can pull this off and win this. Be be a, a hell of an ending if 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 an ending for Peyton. I would definitely hope it would end it if he did if he uh yeah. if he were to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And you know, the John Elway thing is what everybody always mentioned and what nobody what's lost in that? They just two thousand yard back. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like and there ain't no two thousand yard back on, on on this field right here. You right. know what I mean? And now that I mean they had an offensive lineman that offensive line that was putting holes that you could drive a truck through, you know yeah. what I mean? So this is not the John Elway situation. Not at all. And and to this day I'm pr- I'm pretty sure John Elway today doesn't have arm strength problems. You know what I mean? Like, that dude had a cannon. You know, and the thing is, Peyton Manning never had a cannon to begin yeah. with. You know what I mean? So, I don't really, aside from their age, I don't think the Peyton Manning thing, uh, John Elway comparisons are are legit. You know what I mean? Having Terrell Davis and that offensive line is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, Go ahead and go to those teams real quick, A1. Go to the start, start up top there. NFC East. What did, uh, Alright, so Giants, TJ had them at 6 wins, DJ had them at 9, and you had them at 7. And they finished with how many? 6. They're all pretty much in the, DJ had them at 9? Mm-hmm. 
That's his team. I can understand that. So all pretty much in could the easily Could have easily been 10 or 11. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Could have. Absolutely. So all generally, I mean, just want to go through each one of them's team, see, you know, what, how wild and far off we were. Okay. Philly, uh, CJ had him at 8. MG had him at 6. And DJ had him at 7. DJ dead on. I'm off by 1. TJ's off by 1. So right on. Huh? They won 7. They won 7. You said 7. I, I was... So all, same thing. Okay, go ahead. TJ had him at 10. Uh, TJ had him at 4. And, and <laughs> TJ closest? Okay. <laughs> what you got to say? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I was not banking on on the division being that bad, but okay, got you. Yeah, wasn't banking on Romo missing the entire year. Yeah. Okay. All right, let me just ask real quick, though. With Romo in there, how many games? They won four, so how many games do you think they would have won? 11. I'd say at least 10. Yeah. All right, uh, go to the NFC West. At one point, he lost every single game the dude didn't play. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I mean, like. Seven straight. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. It was some really bad quarterbacks. Both were a little bit. We all were a little bit high on them. Okay. San Francisco. TJ had him at five. TJ had him at eight, and MG had him at four. Hit five. TJ hit it on the head. I was one off. DJ thought they were going to be better. St. Louis. TJ had him at seven. MG had him at seven, and DJ had him at four. Me and TJ spot on. More or less, pretty much, they won 13, so we all were high on them, and they, as they, and they proved that. Uh, NFC South, That's where it gets ugly. What do we say for Carolina? If you combine, <laughs> DJ, DJ, we have, you'd be on that 15. Right. Yeah, so we all missed the boat on that one. Uh, I really, so here's the question, though, like, so. What if Benjamin doesn't get hurt, right? Like, yeah. that team is, like, yeah. unreal, right? I yeah. mean, wow. Because that, that was, to me, what was really, I was like, I just don't see it. The thing Benjamin is, out. If, if Benjamin does get hurt, does, does Cam do as much running with the ball or does he force some of them passes in there instead of taking off and running? Because you don't feel no obligation to get Ted getting the ball. No. You feel yeah. obligation right. to get Benjamin the ball. So, we don't know. We don't know. Mm. MG spot on seven. DJ Lots. thought they would suck. I mean, TJ thought they would suck, and Slim was high on them. Okay. Hmm, I was good. Yeah, six right on. Uh, Woohoo! Okay, so I got the Falcons and the Panthers. Where, 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 where were they? Eight and, eight. They eight and eight. Oh, so I was right. One off. Uh, NFC North, Minnesota. TJ had him at 11. DJ had him at 9. And MG had him at 9. They 11. TJ, good on. Mm. Uh, Lion, TJ had him at 6. DJ had him at 8. MG had him at 6. 7, so everybody right there. Uh, Bears, 
Did you have him at nine? Did you have him at six? And did you have him? No, did you have him at five? Did you, MG had him at six. That on for MG again. I need to go to Vegas with my town. <laughs> Packers. TJ had him at eight, and TJ and MG both had him at eleven. And then one ten. Only off on one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what team are we on? Buffalo. Okay. TJ had him at six. DJ had him at ten. And DJ had him at seven. No, eight. Well, off by one. I remember DJ. That was your. Yeah, that was your team right there. Well, what, what did I have him at? Ten. Ten. Okay. And the, the end division winners. Well, let's not forget that. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was if Tom Brady missed them four games. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But I was like, if, if Tom Brady missed them four games that he was supposed to. Uh-huh. No. Okay. Okay. So let's go to the Patriots. TJ had him at 12. TJ had him at 11. And MG had him at 13. And they won 12. They lost four games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won four in a row. <laughs> <laughs> they lost two in a row. Yeah. Dolphins. Uh, TJ had him at 10. TJ had him at 9. TJ had him at 8. Told y'all they were going to suck. Y'all were high on them at the beginning of the year. Eight. I don't know if you guys I remember. I mean, you picked that. 8. That's not just sucking. I mean. Yeah, nah, but you don't remember when they beat the Redskins and I was like, we're going to look back on this and be like, losing to the Redskins. Yes, and you guys like, I don't think so. Dolphins are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We missed that one. We missed that one. They got 10 wins. Yeah, well, they definitely missed that. But you know what? We were, I mean, not that we would have said different, but that was on Geno Smith. Not that I would have said any different if you told me Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> right. started, but a lot of that had to do with we all – no, Geno Smith sucks, but okay. That was the AFC East. This is the AFC North. Baltimore Ravens. I know we all missed that one. TJ had him at 10. TJ had him at 7. MG had him at 9. They got 5. That was a little closer. Though. I remember that conversation. All of us were like, I don't know why they would be winning this many games, but the Ravens just don't have five win seasons. And they did. And we, you remember yeah. that conversation? We were all saying that. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know why I think the Ravens are going to win – Seven or eight games, but now nah, they're they're a bad team. And then when you talk about the injuries that they had, I mean, they lost starting quarterback, starting running back, and the best receiver and the best defensive player before the season. It was Suggs got hurt in regular season, right? I mean, in the um, preseason wasn't like game one then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twelve on the dot for TJ. Right on. All three of us right there. Uh, AFC West. Did you say Steelers? Pittsburgh. Oh, my bad. Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, TJ had him at 10. On the dot. TJ had him at 10. On the dot. And TJ had him at 9. Off one. All right. So, AFC pretty West. impressive. Mm-hmm. If you look at that, when you're talking about, this is in September. Yeah. And just about every one of, you know, with the exception of three, one of us hit the thing dead on. And for most of it, the other two would be off by one game. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Denver Broncos. CJ had him at ten. CJ had him at twelve. And MG had him at twelve. Spot on. Spot on. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. CJ had him at eleven. CJ had him at nine. MG had him at nine. Mm-hmm. TJ, TJ got it on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders. CJ had him at six. CJ had him at six. Mm-hmm. MG had him at five. Mm-hmm. Off one. Chargers. 
Yeah, they were bad. They were worse than expected. Yeah. They were really bad. Uh, Melvin Gordon was really bad. Did he ever end up scoring a touchdown? I don't think he ever ended up scoring a touchdown the whole year. It ain't Melvin Gordon. I put it all, all in. <laughs> the whole season goes on Melvin Gordon. He's the worst player on the NFL. It's <laughs> the only player we named in this whole uh, thing. It's Melvin Gordon. Was that all? That was okay. The South. South uh, Colts. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, it was week two. They were, week two. He was out of wins. It was like <laughs> make them to lose two games. <laughs> they had that done in week two. I was I was forced to to say twelve, but I didn't even really. I was like, man, these two ain't gonna be that good. Right, absolutely. I remember that too. This <laughs> was like, I mean, I guess I gotta. Uh, my 10 to the 12. <laughs> I'm actually amazed that they won eight games. Looking back, like I would have told yeah, you. Yeah, right, right. I feel like they lost every week. Yeah. Okay. Texans. Uh, TJ had them at seven. TJ had them at nine. And had them at seven. Spot on. Nine, yeah. Jacksonville. TJ had them at four. TJ had them at four. And TJ had them at three. Right I'm surprised they won five. They won. You see how Blake Bortles came right back down to life yep. at the end of the uh, – Yep. I was like, man, no Blake Bortles about to turn it yeah. on. Nah, I know, I know he they killed be- some people down in the uh, fantasy leagues. Like, man, damn, that's that's the midnight uh, Cinderella joint. Yeah. Time to come home, and if you running your whole fantasy season on Blake Bortles, you're like, I, I can't start Blake Bortles no damn championship game. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, yep, like so you started Blake Bortles in the championship yeah, game, huh? Texas fights for their life. <laughs> Go ahead. And that's what they won three. Yeah, that was um. That was. We should get some sort of award, you know. We're the best podcast ever. <laughs> that variation was probably like, I mean, out of thirty-two teams, it was three, maybe three teams that we were, that one of us didn't, you know, nail nail the thing on, and the other one weren't more than two two games away from. And really, yeah. the ones that jump out to you that you could say we really missed the bolt on was the Colts, which was. Nobody was banking on Andrew Luck uh, missing the entire season. Uh, the Jets, the Jets, we uh, missed the boat on that one, and that's just they played better than we thought they would. Nothing, just uh, can't take anything away from anybody there. And then the Panthers, which we definitely weren't alone on that. I mean, yeah. There was nobody anywhere. I'm sure not even at Cam Newton's house were they saying at the beginning of the season they were going to be 15 and one. Right. And the Redskins. Uh, DJ, I mean TJ called them at. at uh, he called him a 10. Yep. Um, I called him 7, and DJ called him 7? I called him 5. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were bad. I make Absolutely, make no mistake about it. I thought they were bad. I, yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, I wasn't banking on I them getting four free wins at the yeah. end of the season. Yeah. From, you know, with right there in the division, just free wins. Literally, just call it what they were, free wins. Um, but, yeah, no, they, they, they exceeded expectations. They they definitely exceeded expectations. I can't ever think of a less impressive ten and six team than Green Bay. I, I can tell you that. Um, I'm a, as I look back at some of these win totals now, um, eight and eight looks very misleading for the Falcons. Uh, you know they lost. They won six of those games. And like Tony Kornheiser said, in the first four games they won six games and then pretty much mailed it in after that. Um, you know, it's like you look at two teams. The Seahawks and the Packers are both 10-6, and six, right? Look like two completely different teams right now. Mm-hmm. Like two completely different teams. I don't want to see no parts of the Seahawks. would love to see the Packers. You know what I mean? If I'm an opposing team, 
So which we'll just springboard that and go right into this playoff this week here. Which what we got? Oh, go go good. Let's go, buddy. Who ended up winning that? Because they both neither one of them. Pretty sure McCoy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know by far because he um he had he had a good amount of games he didn't even play. But yeah, I mean Demarco Murray was terrible season. Uh, and 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 again, I don't even want to put that on Demarco Murray. Just terrible situation. Yeah. That 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 turned out to just be a nightmare all the way around. Go ahead. Um, RG three over or under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did that, we all said over what ten games? <laughs> Man, he played ten snaps. Man, he played one snap. I don't even they know if play he a, they play a snap. Yeah. You know. Wow. Uh, Adrian Peterson over under sixteen hundred yards. That's a high Everybody thing. Do you realize that only seven running backs got, rushed, a, thousand got a thousand yards this season? When ten years ago, dudes was getting a thousand yards like it wasn't nothing. Yeah. Like when we were kids, a thousand yard back was. I don't, we collect, I don't know if you collect the cards, but it was you got a special card for rushing for a thousand, a thousand back, and then they stopped that foolishness because I mean everybody was getting a thousand yards. Yeah. Um, now we're down to seven, and I think that's just a matter of. And then if you look at the names on this list, like Darren McFadden four, Chris Ivory fifth, Darren McFadden finished fourth in the league in rushing, and he probably didn't even play in like three. Games. You know, the first he wasn't even the starting running back until almost like week six. Right. Chris he, Ivory he ended the year pretty well. Yeah, but I mean, you think about it—to finish fourth in the league in rushing, yeah. and you didn't even. Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley didn't play the first two games of the season. He's a third leading rusher in the NFL. Right. Chris Ivory hasn't played. He's been out carried last five weeks in a row by Belai Powell. He's fifth in the league in rushing. Yeah. A lot of injuries too. Le- yeah. Le'Veon and Jamal Charles and guys. Devontae Freeman missed three Foster. games. Wasn't he? Devontae Freeman wasn't the starting running back for the first two games of the season. Mm-hmm. Then himself missed three games of the season. He finished seventh in the league in rushing. Yeah. Frank Gore is 122 years old. Finished ninth in the league in rushing. Yep. D'Angelo Williams didn't play like he started the first two games. Then when um, Le'Veon Bell was playing, he got zero carries. Yeah. Finished tenth in the league in rushing. Uh, but yeah, McCoy finished with 895, and uh, Demarco Murray. You just got to scroll down <laughs> and just scrolling. keep scrolling, bro. A dude's 27. <laughs> I told you they close. Yeah. So um, yeah. Go ahead. What's the next one? But like, no, number one, one was 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 who who y'all expected though. Still, yeah. absolutely. Said. I don't even think it was. I don't think anybody thought it would have been that close. Nobody except for me. Well, I didn't even think Doug Martin would finish second in the league in rushing. But he um, you know, came eighty yards behind him. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm. We called that. That was a good one. Who picked that? Oh, that was me. That was a good one. What was um? And what did everybody say? What did everybody say? You and TJ said. Uh, and I think it ended up being. That's close. I'm not, I'm not sure. But that's that was a good question. What's the answer to it? Um, Cam had. I think Cam had. I think it's Cam. 30, almost 90% short. 30 Cam. passing, 10 rushing, or 34 passing, 10 rushing, something like that. Russell Wilson had 34 passing, and Cam had 35. 30. Uh, Cam had 35. Yeah, so Cam got it. Yeah. That was, um, that was really close. And the thing is, I think that we all thought it was going to be close at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. But if you remember back to that conversation about what I said, remember I said, I was like, am I thinking? I'm thinking 30 passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns for Cam. And you were like, I was like, I think he can do around the 40. And you're like, that's a lot. And that's what he finished with, 35 and, and 10. Go ahead. ODB versus 
ODB got that. I looked that one up just the other day. Calvin Johnson had – there's this myth that – I mean, I don't want to say it's a myth, but, you know, how just he's completely done and washed up and how it's, you know, whatever the case may be. And the dude finished with 88 catches, 1,200 yards receiving, and nine touchdowns. Like, when that's your over-the-hill status, there's some receivers in the Hall of Fame that never had that. In the, you know what I mean? Like, 88, 1,200, that's a hell of a season. Go ahead. I think that's it. Okay. What were the bold? You gonna go over the bold predictions? Go ahead. Ding. We haven't talked about that enough this year. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Yep. Yeah, they told me I was crazy. He <laughs> <laughs> saw one the last week of the season. He did something. He picked up a foul. He picked up a um. He had a forty yard catch in the last yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, nice one too. Yeah, he did. Uh, Ray Rice will start two games in the NFL. Gotcha. <laughs> I meant Josh Freeman. I meant Josh Freeman. Cam Newton will be an MVP candidate. Yep, got that one. Even sold it yourself. Like, no, I was. I t- when when a dude got, I told you, when, when dude got hurt, I was like, "Ouch, that hurts." Yeah. But I was like, I'm, "And you like?" I remember TJ said, "You want to take out the board?" I said, "No, nah, I'll keep it on there." Yeah. Uh, JJ Watt wins defensive MVP. Oh, he's killed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Since we finished the game with, um, he had three three yeah. this week. Yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't be to finish with a uh, seventeen, eighteen. I don't know, Luke. I don't know, Luke. Luke Kinkley and uh, and TJ's guy, yeah, Khalil Mack. Clear Mac too, yeah. I think it's those three. Uh, Keekley mixed like three games though. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Jamal Charles Jamal Jamal Charles won't have a thousand yards. Told you. And his team ain't missing a lick. Him Le'Veon Bell or him, his team. When 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 Jamal Charles went down, everybody said their season was over. I don't think they've lost a game since he went down. Yep. Uh and Doug Martin will have a big comeback. Told me I was crazy. Second on eighty yards away from a rushing title. So, so what was he on that? What was his? Uh, he, he, well, he kind of struck out on the Ray Rice. Yeah. The, uh, Ray Rice. Two oh, out of. I don't know, like five that, or six. That's all he struck Bold out on? predictions, bro. Rough. Those are things, uh, huh? Yep. He got the Eli. Got Eli. He got J.J. Watt. Well, he, I don't know if he, did. he didn't win yet. But yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. whatever. Charles, that wasn't a, a bold prediction. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, actually. But he got, yeah, he got four out of six. Okay. On bold predictions, I'll give you the J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt's going to be defensive right. yeah, yeah. That's probably Number not one that ranked player right, in, the, right. <laughs> in the whole league. <laughs> All right, uh, T.J., Jameis Winston will leave the Bucs in the playoffs. No. no. Dallas Cowboys will miss the playoffs. Yes. Washington Redskins win the NFC East. Yes. Will Mack wins defensive player of the year. Maybe. He's got a shot. Uh, Chicago Bears win NFC. No. Nope and nope. <laughs> that's two. Maybe meant top five pick. <laughs> that's two, that's two <laughs> and one right there. Draft a defensive player. Maybe that's what he meant to say. No. One that's not bold and not close. <laughs> right. It's not bold and it's not hey, close. Right. <laughs> right. He's actually the favorite to win the MVP going exactly. into the season. And he finished dead last in that voting. <laughs> I thought I said six. I said eight. How many do these? I don't think he did six either. I don't know. He, he not many because remember he, they put him in and then he they benched him like two weeks later. Yeah, 
Can't that was his own him. fault. He yeah, shot, it was his own he, fault. Yeah, that was his own fault. Yeah, and right. then it was like two weeks after that he did something to. Yeah. If Tom Brady missed four games, I think he could have missed those four games, and they still would have made the playoffs. Maybe, but we don't. Know. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. They finished with they. Yeah, they finished with eight, twelve wins. Okay, go ahead. No. Misses all over the place. RG3 is back to his rookie form. Yeah, miss. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Drew, Drew, Drew Brees takes a big step back. Not really. He did, but then he put it, yeah, and then no. he then he stepped right back up. He yeah, stepped back no, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the beginning, yeah, he was. But I, you know what? I think it ended up. I think he was legit. Obviously, was hurt because he he finished up the year looking like Drew Brees. Mm. He finished up the year looking like Drew Brees. See, I didn't even want to do this part. That's I the funnest part, bro. No, man, because <laughs> he said it's nah, like man. it's like you force you you gotta force yourself to come up with things you don't really believe. I, I believe didn't, my... I didn't really believe none of that stuff. It's just I needed <laughs> to make a bold prediction. <laughs> See, you gotta come up with something that you believe. I, <laughs> I believe. don't believe. I don't believe nothing that was so that bold. Everything you like, believe is just is just safe. You just believe like much. the Patriots are gonna be good and the Broncos are gonna be pretty good. Much. I thought I thought with the Patriots the Patriots thing, with, I just thought Tom would miss four games and somehow. Probably end up missing more because they would find out he was guilty. <laughs> he was guilty. He said like, he end up missing more. Yeah, yeah, they, you know you what I mean. Some or you more, were dreaming. Some more stuff was gonna come out or whatever, and he was guilty, and it was just gonna be a down year. Yeah, for him. come to find out that he was with Aaron Hernandez the night of the murder. A <laughs> <laughs> man said, "I thought that he was gonna miss even more." That's yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, man, but I was supposed to make bold predictions against my will, man. Nah, man, you gotta say what you believe. I trust me. There's some. I taught you on the day. I sat there and thought about that stuff, thing. and I'm like, man, uh, uh, I just threw some stuff out there. I missed on every single one of them. <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe, and I don't. I didn't really believe any of them. I missed on every single one of them. I did believe that Manziel would play play eight games, though. I mean, the thing is, he. He he would have if he didn't just keep shooting himself in the foot. Yeah, and my Drew Brees thing was, you know, really based on how bad he did for me in fantasy last personal. year. Yeah, it was personal. And I was I was like, man, I, I just could see this happening, man. <laughs> Jimmy Graham's gone. He already sucked last year. So. <laughs> get worse. Yeah. I, the thing is, I didn't think that was too crazy, the um, Drew Brees thing. Because I, I agree. I was just like, and this is, you know, he ain't getting any younger. Yeah. I definitely. And he just really had no weapons. Yeah. So still, I definitely saw. I definitely still throws saw a hell that. of a ball. I'm with him. That that um, that Cam Newton. I I I don't know if that Cam Newton uh, Russell Wilson one was close. That was that was a real that was a good one. Yeah. At the beginning, I don't think anybody saw Demarco. What I didn't think it was going to go well for Demarco Murray, but not a shot in hell that I think. I thought it was going to be like he just underachieved. I didn't think it was going to be he wasn't even playing. Like yeah, yeah I, I didn't realize he was going to be having games with three carries. And, you know, questioning whether he was even dressing and active and stuff like that. I had no plans of him being Darren Sproles back up in goal line carries and stuff like that. that, that I didn't see that coming at all. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and talk about these playoff matchups then. Go into this week. We can just go with our um, – and for the picks for the uh, for the week, won that too, in case you were wondering. Yeah, um, yeah. But now we start all over, and this is where it actually matters, though, is on these playoff games. Let's Let's get into these games. Go ahead, Slim. You want to bring up the games? Yeah. This week? Um, Kansas City at Houston. I think we'll probably all be in agreement on that one, right? It, it's crazy. Houston had four different people 
uh, four different people quarterbacks this year. Yeah. That um, I, I don't even know what you want to call the Texans season. It's like, I guess it can't be a failure because it's the playoffs and they yeah. won the division. Yeah. But um, nine, nine, I think. Yeah, it's it. I'm them in the playoffs is just odd. Like I don't even. I, I thought I picked what I, I thought I picked them. I mean, y'all told me I was um, I watched Hard Knocks and I was too high on them. Yeah, I mean, but it became Aaron Foster and Brian Hoyer missed time. Ryan, I mean, like yeah. the way the season. If I had told you that the Texans were Aaron Foster's going to play two games, uh, Ryan Mount was going to be cut in the middle of the season, and Brian Hoyer was going to catch a concussion. You know, get a concussion. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. You know, yeah. so yeah. um. I guess that that's more about we just really if the Colts do what the Colts are supposed to do, the Texans aren't in the playoffs. Yeah. But anyway, the Chiefs who are also were I think one in one in six. Yeah. Like to go to to, to win nine in a row. Might have been might have been ten, was it? Might have yeah, been ten. Know, it might have been. They, yeah. they, that without mind you, all this without Jamal Charles? Yeah. That's impressive. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, 11 wins in a row. Yeah, I guess I got to take the Houston, Chiefs. Right? In Houston, right? In Houston. And then Brian is, is Hoyer starting? Doesn't matter. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> Doesn't matter who's starting. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go there, too. What's the next game? Pittsburgh at the Bengals. I, I mean, I never thought that you would say it. But it's like, man, you got to see Andy Dalton, man. You know. Yeah, unless Andy Dalton, unless Andy Dalton's showing up, I, I gotta go. I gotta go Pittsburgh. For the Texans? Yeah. Hoyer played last week, I think. Yeah, Hoyer played. Um, because if if Andy Dalton doesn't play, then we still don't have any answer. Right. You, you know, if they still, lose, yeah. can't blame him. You know, I mean, yeah. and. And we still don't have the answer to can he win a playoff game because he wasn't there. Yeah. So it would basically be one whole year that we wasted and probably their best year that we wasted. Yeah. And now, so we have to start the narrative all over again because if they lose to the Steelers with A.J. McCarron as a starting quarterback, that's not, on, that's not on Marvin Lewis. It's certainly not on Andy Dalton because he's not playing. Right. And I feel like we still don't have the answer to our question. Right. Which is frustrating. And Pittsburgh is a pretty good team. Very good team. Yeah. Very, very good team. Just can't stop anybody, but yeah. um, they're a very good team. Give, give me Pittsburgh, and I'm actually mad that Andy Dalton isn't here. Yeah, how did um AJ play last this week? I didn't. I AJ didn't hasn't been bad at all. Like he really has not been bad at all. AJ has done his job. Um, I mean, he's not making anybody forget about Andy Dalton or anything or anything yeah. of the sort. But I mean, he's he's proven to be. Serviceable an NFL quarterback. I didn't. I didn't think he was going to be that. I didn't because I didn't think he was that good at um Alabama. I mean, he was seventeen for twenty seven with two touchdowns and no interceptions. Right. Um. I mean, yeah. if you can throw the ball far and, and get AJ Green the ball, I mean, AJ Green is a freak. That's a bad boy too. Yeah, and Tyler. And uh, what's his name is a spotting? Um, Jeremy Hill. Yeah. Jeremy Hill spotting. Jeremy mm-hmm. Hill looked. Um, he looked. He's 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 come back to life in the last three games. Yeah. I still I still gotta go Pittsburgh with with AJ out there. Got to. Yeah, you do. I agree. I agree. Um, Sunday we got Seattle at Minnesota. Seattle. 
Seattle just beat the brakes a lot, but yeah, give me Seattle. Yeah, I gotta go to Seattle too. But like Minnesota, they've been they've been they've been good, but um, I think Bridgewater really gonna have a um handful. Yeah, I want to say that if you could break down our picks by team record, I would say my record with Minnesota is god awful. Like in terms of every time I thought they were gonna win, they lost. Yeah, and every time I thought they were gonna lose, they won. Right. They've been a hard team to pick all year long. Um, you know, the first game, I told you, the first time they played Green Bay and they had a better – I was like, you know, this is the game that they're going to show them that they're for real, mm-hmm. and then Green Bay beat them. Then this time I'm like, okay, Green Bay is going to beat them. Obviously, it's in it's in Lambeau, time to get serious, and then they beat Green Bay. Um, Minnesota's hard to pick for me. They've been all over the place. But Seattle looks like they dialed in, and Marshawn Lynch is back. Russell Wilson, these guys, they've been there how many years in a row now. I, I don't see them losing to Teddy Bridgewater and a team yeah. that's just – I mean, Teddy Bridgewater had 90 yard, 99 yards passing last week. Yeah. That's, that's pretty hard to do. Yeah. Running backs do that. 99 yards passing, you, you, you got to do more in the passing game if, if you want to be – if you want to go anywhere in the playoffs. And right now, nobody's playing better football than Seattle – or Russell Wilson, I should say, at least. Yeah. Green Bay at Washington. This is where it gets tricky, bro. Yeah. This is where this is where it gets interesting because who's going to jump out there and and put their faith in Green Bay the way they're playing right now? That's what I'm saying. If, unless Jody Nelson somehow walked through that door, <laughs> right. I, I feel I, I feel like Washington sh- should win this game. It's been it's been painful watching Green Bay the last few weeks. You know, Aaron Rodgers running around there. You know, create more time in the pocket, looking downfield, and still nobody to throw the ball to. It's, it's, it's crazy. I, there's no reason. All, all things. The only thing that, the only reason you'd be picking Green Bay is if you were going on faith, like, and and the spirit of Russell of, yeah. uh, excuse me, of Aaron Rodgers. But the thing is, I don't know if I've picked the Redskins more than once or twice this whole year, and now in this, this playoff time against Green Bay, I feel Green like Bay I feel like they should win. And they're at home. Yeah, they're at home. What Reds, What the Redskins have done all year long is beat bad teams at home. Yeah. And this here we are in January, and they're at home. And I hate to say it, but Green Bay looks like a bad team. Yeah. And I don't know who Kirk Cousins sold his soul to, but that boy looks pretty good, man. He's gonna look much better when he gets this. He, right now, the price is at a hundred million. They win this game. Two hundred million. <laughs> the next game, three hundred million. <laughs> they go to the Super Bowl. That will be the world's first five hundred million dollar quarterback. <laughs> he's at he's at a hundred right now. I can promise you that. And if and if he wins the next game, one twenty. Like gotcha. Gotcha. Got him. Like my man, um, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore. Flacco. Got him. Yep. He he's Flacco. he's definitely at a hundred right now. He's because if Tannehill's at eighty. Kaepernick, I mean, he he's he's at a hundred, and uh, you guys are gonna be stuck stuck with that boy. Yeah, and th- that'll be your guy. Well, Robert gonna be in dollars winning the division. Yep, <laughs> see that boy twice a year, twice a year, and uh, RG 3s contract. I mean, excuse me, and Kirk Cousins' contract will include. I want RG 3s house, <laughs> and all subway billboards in the DMV area <laughs> are now mine. 
That's just gonna tell him. Like, <laughs> I want all the subway, uh, all the subway billboards, and I want Robert's house. That's 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 part of the deal. That, that's what he wants. And they're like, all right, man, we got you, bro. Um, so are you gonna go on record and go with the Redskins? Yeah, I'm going with the Redskins. I can't do it. <laughs> My, it's it's not easy now. No, it's not. I trust, trust me, it's not because I want to do it. Just can't. It's just watch, just watching, watching Kurt throw the wide open dudes and watching right, Aaron right. Rodgers throw, <laughs> throw the covered guy. Yeah, like. But the thing is, it'll probably yeah, it come is, against Seattle. But it's not going to come against Green Bay's defense. Probably pick three uh, picks off of anybody all year long. Arizona, Seattle. I agree. I think. I think that game is coming. But it'll be on the road. I don't think it's going to be at home, and I definitely don't think it's going to be against Green Bay. I mean, he plays good at home against bad teams, and the fact is, this is a home game against the bad team. It just is what it is. Like DJ said, Kurt throwing the open people, and Aaron Rodgers throwing the people. Who, Aaron Rodgers looked like he got nine men on the field. Yeah, that, that, that's what it looks like every time <laughs> you're looking for a penalty. Nine men on the field. Like oh, I knew something wasn't right. Just don't got enough people out there. That being said, his go-to guy is a guy we cut in the preseason. Good, right. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I, it, all signs point to the Redskins. I hope Cobb ain't in the contract year. Did he ever get paid? I don't think Green Bay pays anybody. I don't know about the problem. But Cobb, Cobb if, he, if he was in the contract year, he's been exposed without, without Jordy. Absolutely. I would have to look that up, but you are absolutely right about that. He definitely ain't nobody's number one receiver. No, no, no. <laughs> and going into this year, that was going to be the story that, you know, Jordy was the one, but Cobb could be a number one. And I yeah. think that's, that story's been uh, wiped mm-hmm. off the map. Yep. He definitely cost himself some money big time. No, no doubt about can, that. Maybe Victor Cruz can go out there. Are we done with him? He's still alive? No, nah, he's Apparently. season two of Ballers coming up, man. Check him out. <laughs> I'm still going with Green Bay. And I don't, I mean, I don't, I have no re- other reason other than I just. I, I don't want to hear the mouths. I don't believe. I, of all the teams to draw, you know what I mean, a, a struggling Green Bay team. And every week they, they like Brock Oswald. Every week they look worse. Every week Green Bay looks worse. And it's like at every every second you're like, okay, they turn it on here. Here they come. All right, here come the Packers. And but like, uh, well, I was looking at this game. I'm like, man, they had a chance to win this. I'm like, man, two fumbles. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers might have turned into Tom Brady with this luck because first the, the Detroit game, they should have lost. No, nah, yeah, that's they turn what, around and win this even, game. I'd have been like, man, that kid's lucky. No, nah, he he's had that year where it's like you look up and they have ten wins, dude. They've had a lot of games. They could very easily they're like the reverse of you guys. Like yeah. they easily could have lost three or four more games. Yeah, very very easily had some games go, uh, you know, go real fluky. And, and a lot of games that you looked up, they were getting beat at halftime, and a lot of comebacks and stuff like that, and a lot of uh, weird stuff. Was that the last game? Yes, the last. one. Okay, well. I think we agreed on everything except for one. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I guess maybe it'll get interesting a little bit later. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No. Let me ask you guys um, your top three for the regular season uh, surprises and disappointments. Players or teams? In general, just related to football. Top three surprises and top three. Uh, Cam Newton and Cam Newton and um, the Panthers. Cam Newton and the Panthers. Um, that almost piggybacks off of what we're saying. So you, it sounds, you know, nobody will probably say it, but it, obviously we have to say the Jets because we all they won three times more games than we predicted mm-hmm. them to win. I mean, all all three of us picked them to win three games. That we can we combined picked them to win nine games, mm-hmm. and they won ten games. So you can't say that. You have to say it. that's a surprise. Um, disappointments. 
the, the DeMarco Murray Eagles thing, that was a disappointment. Didn't didn't see that coming. That's disappointing in terms of never really got a shot to see what it was. Um, disappointed in the Andrew Luck Colts situation. Never got to see that um, mature. Um, disappointed I never got to see Victor Cruz and ODB on the field at the same time. That was a disappointment. Um, and as of right now, like we just said, I'm disappointed that Andy Dalton is not here. All right. Well, I, I, I want to see what he can do. There's three just people. Him just like the way they treated him, like being like. No. I, 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 I've been telling you I, there's something there. Um, there's something there. I, I think this is a self-inflicted uh, wound. And all I can say is I hope him and Kaepernick both learn for that because there's a lot of talent between the two of them. And I hope that they learn, grow, and we see them somewhere else productive you know there's a lot of bad quarterback play right now and i look forward to seeing where kaepernick and rg3 yeah. end up and i, I will and johnny be, I, i'm rooting for both of them um, i'm gonna throw johnny in that in that list too i was gonna throw it in there but the only thing is is that i know I, how i said i hope that they learn from that we all know johnny learned nothing from anything <laughs> so we like he didn't learn so johnny's not coming back next year <laughs> With a different person, we might yeah. be with a different team, but he's certainly not coming back next year as a different person. Yeah. But I do look forward to Kaepernick and RG three. I'm very much interested in seeing how both of their careers turn out, and I hope that they both make something of their talent because they're both very young, very talented, and they're both going to get another shot because there are a lot of bad quarterbacks out there. Yeah. DJ, you got anything? Uh, um, Shocking, surprising, good or bad disappointment? Yeah. Um, Peyton Manning year kind of really shocked me, surprised me, and disappointed me. Wasn't expecting that at all. Um, I want to say, while I called the Peyton me- uh, Manning decline, didn't see that. Right. <laughs> like I, I right. definitely didn't see the you know nine touchdowns, 17 yeah. interceptions. Didn't I thought you that. more so looked at it as how, how, how Eli and mm-hmm. Beckham ended up and throwing – um, Cruz in there. I did. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I expect it. I expect it. You know, a lot, a lot from the Broncos and Peyton this year. Um, also, Kirk Cousins really surprised me this year. Um, he, he ended up being a pretty good quarterback, and um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think he was, he was no going, going to be nowhere near. It. Also, um, I thought Arian Foster would come back with a vengeance this year and it's just unfortunate that he he got injured again. It seemed like a doing too much too soon. I, you know, that 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 seemed like he probably came back too fast and was just never cuz mm. he he just never looked right and mm. all he ended up happening was another soft, you know, did something else fluke where he got hurt and wasn't yeah. even being touched. Go I'll go back one with the Kirk Cousins. We were I think I know me and you were and I can't remember what TJ probably was too. Um, and I and I know we all take a lot away from Kirk Cousins throughout the year, and you know a lot's made of that he doesn't, do, you know, plays a lot of bad teams. And he only plays at home. That being said, still what he has done over in the games, I didn't see that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I thought he was a very bad quarterback right. and a turnover machine. And at the end of the season, we look up and I think he's got eleven interceptions or something yeah. like that. And if you had told me Kirk Cousins was going to start sixteen games, I would have told you that's twenty interceptions easily, right. and right. it wasn't so. That's a surprise. Right. Good for him. 
And the, and the thing that surprised me also was um, Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald. Um, even though I know Carson played well last year before he got hurt, I still just kind of felt it was kind of lucky. And, you know, to come out this year, and I believe Fitzgerald might have been the most receptions he's ever had. He had 100 receptions this year. Yeah, like 108 or something. And, and I agree with that 100%. I was, while there was no denying what Carson Palmer did last year, I wasn't buying. Yeah. And we're not the only ones because just as a barometer, you go back and you look like nobody was drafting Carson Palmer in the fantasy draft this year. Right. He actually wasn't dropping Larry Fitzgerald, you know what I right. mean? And the dude went out there and finished the season the number one ranked fantasy quarterback. Right. That was yeah. a good one. I, yeah. That's a good one. That was a surprise. Yeah. I will give you that. Definitely. And um, what else? You know, that's something I will probably have to think about overnight. Packers, um, Green, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Packers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's surprising. But Aaron Rodgers, like, he's still, what, 30, 30 still 31 touchdowns, six – Interceptions, um, four thousand yards. Yeah, still amazing. yeah. Uh, um, no, I think he had like thirty six hundred. He didn't even get the four this year. Okay, but had um, a great season. He still had a, you know, he's Aaron Rodgers, but you know, I did expect you know another forty, forty four, forty five touchdowns. You know, single digit interceptions from him. Um, but that kind of stuff happens. Injuries happen every year. You know, in in, in this league and. You know, there's always stuff that you don't you don't expect to happen that happens. Anything else, DJ? Nothing I get. I'm pretty sure there is, but he, you know, he just kind of popped the question up yeah. at the end. So I, I was something I had to think more. Falcons shocked me. I was gonna yeah, the Falcons shocked me. Falcons shocked me. I didn't expect um, that to get that bad, that ugly. Like I mean, when they started off five and one, six and one, I was like, okay, these dudes gonna finish with twelve wins. Yeah. They completely sucked. That shocked me. Um, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers completely sucked. That shocked me. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Everything else. Um, you know, for all the numbers and fantasy stats that Blake Bortles and um, Allen Roberts put up, still finished 5-11, and 11, mm-hmm. which is what they do. They put up numbers and, mm-hmm. and lose, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's one less win than we had, and I felt like we weren't that bad. True. Very true. Very, 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 very true. I, I will agree with you there. Very true. Um, the Andrew Luck thing, though, I would probably say that was the fact that he was playing bad before he even got hurt, but he's probably hurt the entire year. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, I mean, as, you know, that they were talking about, you know, him trying to come back. I bet you find out if you talk to Andrew Luck, he'd be like, dude, I'm not even coming back. Like, I'm worried about training camp. You know what I mean? And you guys are talking about, if, you know, if we make the playoffs, like, I have a lacerated kidney. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure like, his, dad, like, his dad ain't going for that. Yeah, abso- nah. absolutely not. Like, nah. Chuck, not happening. Not happening, bro. Yeah. Just got a call from this guy named Robert in D.C. <laughs> and he said, don't do it, bro. He said, don't do it. He said, I played in Seattle. Life ain't been the same <laughs> since. Yeah. Now I got to go find a whole new family, and a, new, a whole new uh, city to call home and all that. Mr. Ursay. Don't think about it, brother. Nope, not happening. Not happening. All right, guys, I look forward to a good um, playoff, good 2016, 2015. was Real awesome. Real quick, hold up. Go Something ahead. We didn't touch on. Um, well, I know you don't follow that much, but, DJ, any thoughts on the um, NCAA bowl season or the championship that's coming up Monday? Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I picked Alabama. 
I mean, before it started. Did you watch any of the games? I did. I watched the um, I watched the Alabama game. I didn't watch too much of the um, the, Cle- the Clemson game. You heard about the fallback, like in terms of you know, last year it was like the great yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. the ratings the were ratings. like unreal, yeah. Yeah. and then this year they said it was just pretty much some trash. Hmm. I wonder why that is. I mean, still they put it on New Year's Eve. They've never done that before. Okay. A lot of people go out and party on New Year's Eve. And, okay. You know. Yeah. I mean, I watched it. I thought the Alabama game. Um, I, Alabama looked amazing. Um. I Man, think also because we got two blowouts. Well, the Clemson game wasn't a blowout, but it yeah, wasn't really wasn't a good game. Wasn't yeah. a good game. Then the other one was was a blowout. Yeah, but for some, I think if maybe Ohio State was in it, that people, like Ohio State people would draw for, more. Yeah, I feel like yeah. both of them should have yeah. make that eight games. I, I kind of just been. I know Clemson hasn't lost, but I still haven't been sold on them all year for some reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like if Alabama just goes out there and beats the brakes off of Clemson. This will be a big loss for college football because mm-hmm. the story would be like you had four games and it was a complete waste, all four of them. You know what I mean? That that that's what, that would be the story because I mean, last year it was this was so amazing because mm-hmm. people didn't even know if Ohio State, you know, if exactly. Ohio State wasn't even supposed to be in the final mm-hmm. four into the last game, yeah. and then here it is they go and and win the whole thing and you mm-hmm. know knock off. A, you had the the Florida State Jameis Winston returning. They're undefeated. They've mm-hmm. never lost. You know there was that story. Was mm-hmm. Ohio State. Do they even belong? Story. And then you know then there's Alabama. You know so there was the SEC story. So it was, there was so many storylines. And this year it was just like like you said, Clemson's the number one team that nobody believes in. You know um, everybody thinks Alabama's the best team. And if they just go in there, beat beat uh, Michigan State handily, then beat Clemson handily, they would be like, eh, this was pretty whack. You know that that'll be the story that just but, like. But then you also have the element where Clemson beats Alabama. Then you got everybody talk. Oh, well, SEC ain't what you yep. think it is, yep. and SEC this, see, that's, SEC that. That's yep. that's, that's, that's and that's, they that's shouldn't they take need. Alabama to lose to have a storyline. And I mean, because but that if, is the only storyline. If if it wasn't for the playoff system, then we have maybe Clemson Alabama, and then we got you know three four other teams who pissed off, and now they they created this so we can get rid of that. Yeah, I, I, the only storyline I see left is Clemson because Alabama beating Clemson, that ain't no story. You Alabama's know, lost this year. Clemson hasn't, even though yeah, Clemson hasn't it, played the teams Alabama has. Right, and but there's when they, when they opening as a seven point underdog, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. obviously that means you know people aren't expecting <laughs> Clemson to win. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So that 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 just is that just is what it is. So yeah. uh, you know it's interesting. You know we got what we, you know they got what they want and. Still not satisfied. Still not satisfied. And I think part of the – if let's, – let's assume that Alabama does go out there and handle Clemson. I think part of the, the, the thing is, is that the SEC does hoard the talent. They hoard the talent rather they lose or win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so it's SEC, just like – What's the SEC? I know they're – in their bowl games, I think there might be like – It's like 7-2, something yeah, like something that. something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think – that is a real issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? In terms of, you know, if you're going to have a team like Clemson who goes undefeated and you run the table as number one, and then you've got teams that, you know, it's probably the third team in the SEC sitting at home like. We kill them. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and that's what, I, that's what I be telling guys. I'm like, when they talk about their teams, you know, that, that's not in the SEC. And, and I like LSU. And I'm like, man, you got to beat up on each other all year. That's what they be like. How you get on one lost team or two lost team and you still rank this high? I'm like, man, it's not fair because they got to beat up on each other. Y'all play one or two good teams all year. It's the reason that I, I – it's the, it's the main reason I never – people always ask me, why aren't you into college football? And that's why. 
that, that's why because I don't think you know every year Alabama and LSU are going to play each other and it's that rotating home spots. Yeah. And if one's ranked number one and one's ranked two, how the hell am I knocking you for losing to yeah. number two right. at home? Right. You, you know what I mean? And then in the Pac-12, you know, oh, we have one loss. Stop. That's yeah. why I say take the playoff to eight, eight teams. To me, it's not it, – again, it's – Then how it, long does the season stretch out at that point? But, I mean, we have like a month off before the end of the regular season anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. In, in regular season ends in like end of November. Yeah. I, I think going through SEC play with one loss or even two losses is not the same thing as being undefeated in the ACC. At all. And it's not the same thing as being undefeated in Pac-12. It's yeah. not it's – ju- it's just not the same thing. So, you know, we're, we're not getting the same – Whereas though you know the, the, the threat of the SEC saying we'll just form our own and I get it yeah you know what I mean like I I, I get it you guys are almost fielding a minor league football conference of yeah. of, of its of its own and it's proven on on draft day yeah. it's proven on bowl day I mean it's it's proven on recruiting day mm-hmm. it's I mean it's all Alabama and these schools they're all five star players yep and they're all going to the NFL yep. You know, I mean, so when, when you do the breakdown of this Clemson team versus that Alabama team, you know, when it's all said and done, this one Alabama team probably, when we look back, on it, we'll have 20 people who are going to the NFL. Yep. And the Clemson team will have, you know, five, six guys. Maybe. You, you know what I mean? So it, it's just hard to get into for me. That, that, that's how I look at college football. It's, it's, just, it's just hard for me to get, in, to get into because of stuff like that. All right, anything else? That's it? Done? One more thing. Yeah, I know you got to pop up with something else. Come on. I really watch uh, regular season um, college basketball, but did either of you watch the um, Kansas-Oklahoma game last night? I looked, It was on at my job, so I looked up. And it was one of the better games between you know, the one and the two I've seen in a while. Yeah, when the triple overtime. Yeah. Did you the one and two teams play last night? Kansas and Oklahoma. Damn. No, I don't, I, I don't, I don't watch college basketball. much college basketball okay. at all. You can watch it for March Madness coming. Yeah, but you didn't know that? that uh, they played last night and won a triple overtime. Yeah. Didn't know it all. First time that's happened since 1957. I just seen the stats from a kid from the North Carolina that had like 39 and 23. One boy from um, Oklahoma had like 46 last night. It was, it was a good game in terms of um, everything you want from a college game. Like I said, it was triple, triple overtime. I Who mean, won? Air balls at buzzer beaters. Hmm. Good yeah. game, though. College, college so offense. Oklahoma was number two. Yep. All right, my old coach. Coach at Oklahoma. Actually, yeah. They were both ranked one in individual polls. Yeah, one was okay. the one in the coaches and one was co- uh, one okay. in the AP, actually. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. To me, to me, NBA games on and DraftKings and FanDuel action. College don't, you know what I mean? I watched, I watched, I watched some, of, some of my old Coach Huggins' West Virginia game, and then I turned on another NBA game. Yeah, man. <laughs> we we here for you, boss. <laughs> we have to use the band for the last hour. <laughs> right. We're here for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Next week. Thank you. Uh, NFL playoffs are here, so we got a good show. See y'all next week.